0: All right, welcome back, guys. The drug for today is ondansetron hydrochloride. The more popular trade name is Zofran, but you may also know it as zooplans. The drug classification is antiemetic or serotonin receptor antagonist. So to get into the action, I wanna talk a little bit about the pathophysiology of emesis first. The vomiting center in the medulla oblongata is what stimulates the muscles involved in emesis, in throwing up, right? So there's something called the ZTZ, the chemoreceptor trigger zone. This has what we call 5-HT3 receptors. Serotonin can bind here and then it triggers the ZTZ to send signals to the vomiting center, which stimulates the abdominal muscles to contract and the esophagus to relax, allowing emesis to occur. So our primary concern here is for when serotonin binds and causes the vomiting. So what we can do is give Zofran. It's also known as a 5-HT3 receptor antagonist. This is the same receptor that serotonin binds to. So by giving Zofran, we allow it to sit there in that 5-HT3 receptor, and block the serotonin. So again, it doesn't reverse anything, but it blocks that receptor so that serotonin can't plug in and cause the vomiting. I like the indications for this one because it's pretty simple. We give this for nausea and vomiting. It is important to note that it doesn't actually treat nausea and vomiting, it prevents nausea and vomiting. If you're talking about actually treating them, you wanna go with something like Reglan. Contraindications include pregnancy, regardless of the gestational age, and hypersensitivity to other 5-HT3 receptor antagonists. All right, let's get into adverse effects. So for a cardiovascular system, we have dysrhythmias, fatigue. Uh, It is important to note that it can prolong the QT interval, okay, so this is concerning, and I'll talk about that in the notes. For neurological, we have dizziness, headache, sedation. And for respiratory, we have some respiratory depression and some hypoxia. And honestly, these don't concern me too much. I haven't really seen any of these adverse effects in the field. All right, so pharmacokinetics. The onset is one to five minutes. The duration is four to six hours. And the half-life is about three hours. Also note that the pregnancy category is B. So on to the special notes and precautions. Uh, The biggest concern here is for the QT interval prolongation. So we want to make sure that we are assessing our patients with cardiac history, placing them on the four lead, on the 12 lead if you need to, and just performing cardiac monitoring. Their QT interval should be 0.39 to 0.45 or 0.46 seconds. So anything longer than that, and we want to exercise caution if we're going to give this medication. Remember that anytime the QT interval is prolonged, we put them at risk for long QT syndrome, which means that this relative refractory period has just been extended, and if a stimulus occurs here, this can throw the patient into v or BTAC and kill them. And the patients that we're concerned of, again, are those with prolonged QT syndrome or with use of QT prolonging drugs. And real quick, the reason it's not given in pregnancy, at least one of them is, it was shown to cause a cleft palate in newborns. And if you are giving the tablet, make sure you peel the backing off. Don't push the medication through it or it'll break and the IV in my experience tends to work better than the ODT. Also, if you have a patient who's actively vomiting, I would rather give it IV, otherwise the tablet's probably not going to absorb correctly or it's just gonna get thrown back out. And the last thing is that if they have the dry mouth, it's probably not going to absorb well either. The tab is just gonna be rolling around in their mouth. And I like just one more thing. If they have severe hepatic impairment, then you may wanna consider reducing the dose. All right, so last but not least, let's get into dosing. So for LA County adults, we're gonna give four milligrams of orally disintegrating tablet, the ODT, or you can give IM, or you can give IV. And you can repeat one time in 15 minutes. So that'll be a maximum of eight milligrams. For pediatrics, as long as they're four years of age or older, we can give four milligrams of ODT. So that's gonna be just one tablet, no repeat. Okay, up next is San Bernardino County dosing. For nausea and vomiting, we're gonna give So, friend, four milligrams slow IV, IO, or ODT. This is for patients uh, four to eight years of age. We can give four milligrams of ODT prior to base contact. If they are nine years of age and older, we treat them like adults. So we give them the four milligrams, we can repeat it twice for a total of 12 milligrams every 10 minutes, and that's prior to base contact. And you can use this medication uh, prophylactically for nausea and vomiting with narcotic administration. We don't really see the effects too much with fentanyl, but with morphine, you definitely wanna give it ahead of time. And that's it for Sopran.